one hundred percent. It's all it's, it's like all official least. merchandise of the NBA. Right. So this is you got your Dove deodorant official yes. sponsor of the the WNBA. Sure. You got Cheetos, the official uh, cheesy snack of the NBA. Right. Right. And they then need an official hundred percent. They need a. <laughs> they got official hot snacks, and then they got official cheese snacks. Sure. And then they got official snacks with. <laughs> There's with, an official tire of the with NBA. with peanut butter in the in the, in between two Ritz crackers. Mm. That's a different category. Official cracker of the NBA is the, the Ritz. official cracker. Of the, so what would the official cracker of the NBA be? What's e- the best cracker? Ritz What's, or Larry Bird? It's one of the two. <laughs> nah, that's pretty weird. Um, hello and welcome. Welcome back to Comedian Ordinaire. My name is Dan O. This is the world's most okay podcast where I sit down and interview comedians and pick their brain about stand-up comedy and ask them why they hate specific groups of people or what bugs them about this type of person or if their parents loved them and why they got into comedy and all that type of stuff. That's usually what it is. Um, today... Something completely different, um, because all of us have been ordered to stay inside, and I hope everyone's staying inside, but because we've been ordered to stay inside, I was like, look, I got my brother here. My brother is my favorite person to talk to. I'm surprised that I've never had him on the podcast. He's somebody that I go to, especially when I just need to talk. Like, as people, we just need to talk, and my brother's always been there, and he always is there. And this was no exception, and he was here today. And I was like, dude, sorry if you hear the emails going off in the background. been applying for jobs. But, um, no, my brother, you know, he's just so game, and everything that I've learned about being funny, I've either seen him do or try to do, and it's made me a better comedian, and it's made me a funnier person. And, you know, Josh and I... Um, sat down and really just sort of try to talk this one out. And while it isn't the absolute funniest thing that you will ever hear, um, it's incredibly sincere. And we are both speaking from the heart. We're just uh, probably having the same conversation that a lot of you out there are having. And I mean, we're making shitty puns in the middle of it, but that's just what we do. And I don't know. I'm really proud of this one, and I'm glad that I have my brother along with the ride. I hope you have somebody to talk to, and if you don't, you can always talk to us. Um, but, I mean, yeah, we just sort of get into what what's happening right now, so I don't want to talk too much more about it. Without further ado. This is cool. It's cool. This is cool, yeah. Yeah, it is cool, man. This is, uh... Do you ever think about starting one of your own? I do. Think about like conspiracy theories. You're into conspiracy theories. I do. Like, there's, I mean, there's conspiracy. There's like, there's so many hints of it. What do you mean? Just like everywhere, everywhere that you look, uh-huh. there's always a conspiracy of like somebody trying to, somebody trying to trick you into doing something. Hmm. Like with, uh, with all this, like, um, 
like stuff that you hear on the news. I think yeah. that they like the fact that they're putting uh, toilet paper on the news is like every store is out of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Makes it a scarce item. Sure. Makes it a scarce item. So it's like What's the conspiracy. The conspiracy is that the toilet paper companies are the ones that are like really ruling the world. Because hmm. like they're in a time of crisis. Yes. I still need to make sure that we sell our product. Right. Because if we don't sell our product, then, you know, that's going to be the end of our Tough world. Shit. That's it. That's it. That's the most important thing. The fact is we have the, the world infected with coronavirus, but that doesn't matter. I need to sell this toilet paper. Yeah. So. I mean, people are taking advantage of it all over the place, though. What other conspiracies do you have? Because that sounds less like. I mean, you're just saying that toilet paper companies rule the world. They're, that's the Illuminati. It's uh-huh. in plain sight. You yeah. see a Charmin, um, like the charm, like the Charmin logo is the real, the real Illuminati. Uh huh. It's in your face. That's what they would. That's that's like something a secret society would do. Right. Is hide in plain sight. Sure. We want you to kind of know that we're here, but we want you to also right. kind of believe that we're. What other ones do you believe in? Because that seems like one that you might have theorized on your own. It's for sure. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like I would say something that I would another like was nine eleven an inside job, dude. I, I don't know. I can't can't tell you. If you want the plan, the plans, the plans came from the outside. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make sense so it for outside. it. it would, <laughs> That's the stupidest <laughs> shit that anyone's ever said about nine eleven. Is an outside. Job. What about what about Sprouts making their parking lots smaller so that they look fuller to drive more business? Do you think oh people are going there and then I'm gonna go? But it starts from the construction, making the parking lot small. What about that conspiracy? I think that's 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 accurate. That's accurate. It makes sense. Like if it's full, I'm like. What the fuck's going on? What's going on at Sprouts? Like, what's go. what's going down? That's why is Sprouts popping right now. Right. It makes you sprout. Mm. You know what I mean? It makes it. Whoa! I feel sprouty. Sure, I just sprouted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just sprouted all over the place. All over the place. All over the place. So, that's. I think it's true. Like, like it's. I think that these. There's so many. The majority of people are just gonna are just. They're like birds. They're like mm. sheep. They 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 follow. Whatever they see, all the other sheep doing, just looks important. Right. Right. It looks important when the, the the Sprouts parking lot is full. Yeah. You feel like you're part of. You're on the right side of history, going into that Sprouts. Because everybody else that. is there. Because everybody else is there. Right. You're now on the on the right side of history. You're you're technically a hero. Yeah. And so the conspiracy behind Corona is that Charmin wants to rule the world. I don't think that they. I don't think that they necessarily started the coronavirus, hmm. but I think that there were since they are the ones that rule the world, their product is the most important to get sold first. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like we have hand sanitizer. I mean, you know, that's a good that's a good People question. Are taking it, I mean, as much as could be paper. the yeah, it could be which one is more is more scarce and they both work for the same thing i don't put sanitizer like i don't know i don't use sanitizer on on like when i wipe or anything like that well you could but why would you just like start to chafe your 
Your, your, your butt. Sure. You have a chafed butt. You could literally do it, though, because they're both to clean. They're both cleaning products. So it could be the same parent company is all I'm saying. Johnson & Johnson. That's right. Cleanier Johnson. That's right. With both Johnsons. Johnson & Johnson. That's the best way to clean your Johnson. Sure. <laughs> if I was cleaning my Johnson. Usually when I clean my Johnson. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, no. This b- but you thought about starting your own. What What other conspiracies? If you if you had to start a conspiracy podcast. If I had a, I don't, you know, I, I think I would have, it would have to be conspiracies that I, I can only speak from, from my personal experience living my own life. So all ones that just you have thought of. That just, not just that I have thought of, but that I've observed in my immediate surroundings. Mm. So, yeah. So like I, everything, just how I'm living my life. Right. I want to see if there's like really clues to. Uh-huh. Is there some? Is there something being done here to control my way of feeling? That's mm-hmm. what I, I think that they're after our feelings. Yeah. They're after that's because that's how they get it. That's how they get you to buy things. Right. They want to make you feel things about things, so you'll buy these things. Mm. So I'm like, all right. So I want to see this. This tricks. This sure. tricks. Imagine if that. If this box of tricks was all gray and it just said color cereal hmm. it just wouldn't be the same thing you wouldn't right. you wouldn't think mentally but you see this bright red super super like almost like cartoonishly like sure. bright red if you saw a car like that that would be ridiculous yeah with the bright green and the purple and the fucking rabbit right there mm, sure it's it doesn't make any sense. Like they're trying to make you feel something. They're trying to make you feel something. They want to make you feel better and about this colorful cereal. So it's a colorful cereal. So they want to right. make you feel like you're getting something colorful. That seems less like a conspiracy, more just like straight up psychology. Marketing. That's exactly what I'm saying. This conspiracy is the fact that they're so smart that they know how to control our behaviors. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? To get yeah. us to buy things or to, to, to do whatever. Like how has it worked on you in your own life? I mean, it's just, I was, let me see. I was, uh, I, I've watched a bunch of uh, BMW commercials. Yeah. Of these BMW commercials, and then and they're they're showing the, 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 the car, the, it's called the, the BMW M3. Sure. And it's, it's, a, it's like their most popular sports car. But they, what they do is they've, uh, they had this marketing campaign where they would take you back to the history of, the every single uh, generation of the M3. Uh huh. All two of them. All, no, no, no. There's a bunch. Of, okay. <laughs> no, no. There's a bunch of. There's like five. There's five generations. Sure, sure. Yeah, it goes all the way back to the 80s. And I think that they make these. They they'll they'll, they'll have this um these clips of you actually behind the car, feeling the um like hearing like uh, the, from like the point of view like a like a GoPro. Yeah. And so you would. Have the have the shit in your ears, your headphones in, and you can hear the vibration of the car. You can hear the screeching of the tires when it's turning, mm. and the arms are like, like like a video game. Yeah, and so I'm like, damn, that looks sick as fuck. Right. Ever since I saw that video, I'm like been obsessed with buying a BMW. You M3. want an M3? Absolutely, that's the yeah. number one fucking thing that I want. I would I would be happy for for a, a minute. Sure. But I'm like I feel like that was something that they they wanted me to to feel like that because they made the the commercial feel like you're buying something 
special. Right. Right. Are you saying that you don't really want it though? I do want it. Well, That's the thing. There's I'm, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. It's not. It's they nothing. Just let you know that you wanted it. That is that in a sense is is a more innocent case of what it can actually do, mm. right? Because that made me. I was completely aware that that particular commercial made. Uh, made me feel like I was like, fuck, I really want this car. Right. But like, think about how you can tell people like the, there's that, the thing about the cigarette companies, the, Mm -hmm. that tobacco companies are the, really the ones that are, um, that are advertising that smoking is hard, uh, hard to quit. So the, all the nicotine, all those nicotine patches and stuff like that. And the things that help you make are funded by the, the uh, tobacco companies hmm. so that they make it seem like it's a psychologically it's hard. They make you, they condition you to think that it's hard to quit so that you don't quit. Right. You're like, does that make too sense? Hard that I'm not even going to try. It's too fucking hard. Like it's, it's, it's taken down, you know, history's heroes. Cause yeah. this addiction is so, it's so strong. Kids are using nicotine patches though. They are. To, Cause I don't know if you know, but on the box it says, um, that you may experience very vivid dreams. So kids are buying the patches, they put them on, and then they fuck, they go loose. It's it kind of like it's kind of like a like a way of getting high. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's a like way of getting high. high. It's a get, way of getting high for you sure. Have super vivid dreams. Just you're going. That's to fantastic. Have them. That's fantastic. You wake up thinking like that was real. That was and cool. You're shit. Nervous a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Would yeah. you do something like that? Go get a nicotine patch to have a good dream. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I, I I think I think I would. I would, but then I would like be be addicted to nicotine patches, or having dreams, like or I'm having okay. so right, so that you're you're. It's like the the heroin. You're not addicted to the to the uh, ah. to the heroin itself. You're addicted to the feeling it gives you. That's it, right? Yes, you're not addicted to the juice. I don't like the taste of heroin juice. Yeah, I don't think so. It I looks don't think disgusting. People get addicted to doing it. I think they get addicted to the having f- it been done. Does that make sense? No, no. What do you mean? They 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 don't like shooting up and all that stuff. They just love when it's been done, like what you're saying, like how it feels. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. So now that they know that, it, so so you're thinking that by looking at that, it looks like uh, it looks enjoyable. Yeah. Somewhat, like based right. off of how they see it, like uh, like even if it's seen watching somebody doing your first time, it looks. He looked like he just went to heaven. If I was watching people do heroin and skipped them actually doing it and just saw them and how they were feeling, I'd be like, well, I want to do that. That's right. Doing it looks like the shitty part. That's right. Because you don't actually want to see it being done. I don't want to see it being done. Not I got a phobia needle. I don't want to see the guy. I don't want to look at the guy getting stabbing himself with a needle. Yeah. Or but you're looking at the... the yeah, that's right. That's a, it's a crazy scene. That's weird to but see. But if you like edit the... If you... Not edit. So if you're like portraying it in a movie, yeah, it would be uh, beneficial if you edit the scene. Mm-hmm. If you want to get somebody to start doing heroin, sure, sure, yeah. Granted, that that's granted, granted, what that's what the movie. Was. Granted, that's what the movie's about. Right, is that we're we're endorsing heroin. It's like it's good for you, yeah. anyways. But I think I can make it look good. For sure, easily. Like you can, yeah. like, you don't have to have it just like just in like a basement, right. just doing heroin. You can have like this guy's had a long day at work, and he just went out to go do some barbecue and shoot up some heroin and hang Fuck with his family. Man. See, that's the thing though. Shooting up. If there was another way to like, like a e-vape heroin. Yeah, you could vape hero. <sighs> hero vape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Why not? Yeah, I I don't know if it would be as addictive. Would it? Because people are addicted to vaping, and then you add heroin. Maybe it's even more addictive. I wonder if that's such a weird thing. So mm-hmm. Being addicted to to vaping. Yeah, that's a strange addiction, though. I, that's I. There I, is nothing I in the vape. Though. You're right, but like I wouldn't. It's like the it's like the like the vaccine kind mm-hmm. of method. You know what I mean? With you, like how vaccines take a little bit of the virus so you can help fight the actual virus. Yes. Like a flu shot. Yes. Yes. That's I think that's that's what it is. So it's like enough it's enough just to kind of give you what you need without going without through overdoing with, it. with doing yes. like you can't so you can technically keep doing it because it's you think it's not harming you. Right. So that so then you end up starting to do it more frequently. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So then you end up vaping like every 15 minutes. Yeah. Unconsciously. It's like you, you don't, don't even you know don't it. even think about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. You literally don't even think about it. Right. And that's and then it just keeps getting until you start to it's in that, that that's that long trick. There's another thing right there. So there so that company ha- maybe would have that exact thing that was supposed to happen. That was exactly what we wanted was for you to keep smoking like uh like taking 15, you know, 15 drags hit, exactly in a, in a 2 hours. Yeah. It's kind of like the Coca-Cola. So look, you're going to use it faster, you're going to keep coming back and then because you think there's because we told you there's nicotine in it. Uh-huh. Now you think it's addictive and right. then you're going to keep going back, but it's healthy for you because it's not as much and it's vapor. It's the feeling. It's the feeling. You feel it's like it's like the vaping is like being a vegan to a cigarette smoker. Like mm. a vegan cigarette smoker. Yeah. Right? It's like that equivalent is like really you, like, so regular like, smokers like a carnivore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like regular smokers. Yeah, yeah. Like it's real, real all meat diet. Yeah. And then this guy talks to a vegan. Ugh. You, you mm-hmm. don't even. You do all natural, organic. Do you think regular vape? smokers look down on vapors. Hundred percent. Absolutely. It really? looks. It looks. To them, to them, it almost makes you feel like they're um, they're posers mm-hmm. to smoking. Those aren't real smokers. Right. It's a look. So now, now at that point, it's a look and it's a lifestyle to vape, to vape or to smoke. Yeah, to smoking is so, so deep ingrained in in our American culture. It's it's so it's very deep in there. It's just never. It's always. Yeah, I think people in the twenties would have vaped though if they would have had it. Who knows? Honestly, like it's, I. Do you think? Well, yeah, that's right. Because I think they're they're yeah, more. I mean, it's what's available to us now. It is still addictive. It looks goofy because you carry this huge box in your hand. That looks dumb as fuck. That looks dumb as fuck. I don't know. I think for me, I think it's because it's such a, it's a very high school thing. Yeah. So it's like, um, I I see it. I associate it with high schoolers. And so when I see an adult that looks above, you know, my age or his thirties or something, it's like, oh, dude, it looks kind of, you look kind of dumb. Yeah, you look kind of dumb. I'm not gonna silly. lie. I don't it, know why. Don't really care why you're doing it. You just look dumb. You just don't like something because high schoolers are doing it. I would. Yeah, yeah. it makes it doesn't make it look dumb, but it makes you look like you're in high school. Yeah. And now you're a 30 year old trying to look like you're in high school. Hmm. So it's like it's like a like if a if a 35 year old dad started dressing like high school kids. Right. Because they're in high now. There's nothing wrong with the high school kids because they're high school kids. It doesn't. Sure. They, they're supposed to dress like high school kids. Right. But when a 35 year old man does something that a high schooler does, it looks, it looks stupid. It looks really dumb. Yeah. 
Like, to me, uh, that's what it looks. And I know that. That's... Have you ever seen Nick Swartzen dress up at all? No. He, dude, he wears gym shorts, like just a t-shirt and a hat backwards with sunglasses, and then high top like Adidas or Jordans. He literally looks like a high school kid. It, like right now? He, right now. Look him up right oh, now. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. He looks like he's all like, like he's really like, um, like he gained weight too. He gained weight. Yeah. He looks, he, no, no. You're, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, he dresses yeah, no, a lot you're like right. a high school. I remember, I think I saw him on the, um, the, the comedy, comedy seller at the, like tonight at the comedy seller. Right. And he was wearing like a green shirt with like, uh, these jeans. So he was wearing a bright green shirt. I think it has like Ninja Turtles on it. Yes. And then he was wearing just blue jeans, not like nice jeans, like like Dickies from yeah. Walmart jeans. Right. All right. Just this is just jeans. It's no particular style. It's yeah. just jean. That's it's a it. jean. It's just a jean. It's a pant. It's a pant. Exactly. Yes. Not anything special. It's just a fucking thing. Like, but look up a picture of Nick Swartzen right now. Uh, Theo Vaughn called him Slob Deerdeck. <laughs> you know what Rob Deerdeck looks like. Yeah, yeah. 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 This dude's just like <laughs> coming in all like shitty looking. <laughs> He's gonna borrow your phone charger. Uh, how how have you been taking this quarantine that we're doing? I, first of all, actually, it's not even a quarantine because I believe oh, yeah, you're right. He looks whack as fuck. Yeah, Nick Swartzen looks whack. But I believe that a quarantine is when you have sick people that you isolate. It's not isolating the population, right? Isn't a quarantine where just the sick people aren't allowed to leave a like, specific area? They're yes, you're right. So it's like they're like in um, they're literally isolated from their outside world. They right. can't like if you were actually in quarantine, right? We wouldn't be like, I want to go take out Luda or I want to go for a walk and go get some exercise. No, this is where you are going to be until this is over. So it's isolation. Yeah, so this is technically, we're just technically isolating ourselves. But that's what I'm saying is that it's that word, quarantine. Yeah. It sounds, it's now it sounds like a, like a mission. It's like, sounds like something we're doing. It sounds important. We're quarantining yeah, when ourselves. I quarantine, I imagine like steel windows yeah. being shut automatically. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. So I'm telling you this, so they 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 use that word yeah. to to make you feel like it's oh this is this is a big deal. It's this a is, little bit better than isolation. Though. It is. We need to we need to all the citizens to be in isolation. Yeah, that sounds that crazy. sounds terrible. But Imagine that's what they need. Ma- exactly, but that's what we're telling them to do. It's just right. we're telling them a little bit differently. You're saying a different thing. You're just saying different things. Stay at home sounds better than quarantine. Yeah, stay at home. We're issuing like the state is issuing a. State mandated quarantine. Yes. That sounds like. That sounds crazy. That sounds insane. But apparently the National Guard is stepping in now, too. That's right. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're like making mask, mask and uh, ventilators and stuff like that. So Ford starting. That's uh, right. No. So Ford. No. Yeah. Uh, Ford is uh, starting a, um, a thing where they still want you to buy their cars. Like, hey, so you can come in now and then um, we're going to give you six months zero percent interest yeah and then we're going to give you three of those months on us so that way that you have peace of mind yeah (laughs) sure so they're saying so now that they're saying it's like well this is probably going to be half the year and we're not going to lose car sales over that we can't do it we can't do it like i just can't fucking do it but companies have to think they do that that. they do but that's the thing that's i'm I'm saying that that's they're still trying to make us 
feel right to buy something because if they just said if Ford just put out a video that says hey keep buying Fords mm-hmm. what the fuck what what did, yeah. what did I just watch just why though what the fuck did this guy this is the CEO he didn't even edit the video he just said yeah keep buying Fords we need that no no no, no. you gotta say it different you gotta say here we'll help you out a little bit we'll 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 pay some of it we'll pay some of what we already own. They already own all the Fords. Right. So now they're telling you, like, no, no, we'll cover it. But they're not taking – they're just taking a little bit less money than they would have. They are also, like, manufacturing medical – You're right. <laughs> you're right. Like, that, but I'm focusing on the bad part, though. Okay. That's the you're thing. you're focusing on the bad part because <laughs> no, they're doing something that's, No, no, cool. no, because I can't – like, you, you have to – always point out the bad part about any anything yeah, heroic like yeah, that. that that's what haters do i'm a, i'm just gonna i'm just a hater that's Are you right a ford hater i think i'm a yeah i'm not yeah you don't like ford I, i'm not a ford guy no. i don't know why yeah you talk it's, about bmws you're probably all german i love i love german cars they're yeah. so great god damn it they're great but how are you dealing with isolation because what is this i think this is day eight at least for me <coughs> uh having not worked it's about about ten days for me. I think I got laid off a day or two after you. No, before, or before, right? before, yes, before me. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. So I had like ten. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I haven't technically been in the house. I've been kind of just wanted to, you know, be outside, and it's been so so nice outside. It's nice out. That's what makes it tough. <sighs> but so I've been trying to be careful and you know just not be getting too close to people. Right. Like I literally just avoid the fuck out of them. And this is crazy though. I'm just aware of the stores that I'm going in and just making sure there's not right. more than a couple people within this, you know. Because March 1st happened, and we didn't think anything of it. We were living our lives normally. And it comes out, it literally just comes like, like 10 days later, panic ensues nationwide. Er, yeah, earlier this month, we didn't think that the economy was going to not be here, not work. Yeah. It was not right. working. Like, that's, that's how we entered this month. We like... The economy is probably going to keep working. It's not. It's there's not a really strong chance. There's not a strong chance that it's going to completely shut down. Right. So, and that's you know that's what I tell myself every day. The economy. The economy's. It's probably not going to stop working Mm. today. Probably not today. No, I I don't know. That's just something that you don't. I mean, it's just. What happens though? Like when uh, airlines can't open again? What does that mean? It's. That means that basically we are because there's still all the equipment out there. There's still the airport, and then there's still hundreds of planes. Why doesn't another for company sure. come in? But all of these companies, this airline requires hundreds of companies that rely on for different sources of equipment and gas sure, sure. and whatever. Right. So all those places just stop making money because. But what happens? These, Does that mean that we that, just don't have airlines anymore? No, no, no. Like they're so they're still gonna obviously they're still going to they're still gonna fly people. This world, this global economy and our economy just depends on it. Just depends on transportation. Yeah. It's such a vital part of what makes the modern world the way it is today. And communication. And yeah, communication, yeah. whatever. There's like a whole bunch of different things, but I mean every there's like Certain things that are just more important than others, mm. like the airlines are just is just more important than McDonald's. Yeah, it's just that's just as if McDonald's was to fail tomorrow, a lot of people would be laid off, but it would probably be for the better. 
It would probably be for the better. It'd yeah. probably be for the better, honestly. Yeah, if I had to shut one company down, it would prob- the two, it'd versus probably versus Southwest or McDonald's. But I'm just so curious to what's gonna, because I guess it's gonna keep getting worse. I don't know. It seems like everything that you read, they want you to expect the worst. Like you know, yes. when you watch regular news, if you were to watch regular news in February, it's there's gonna be two positive stories, but the rest are like two teens got murdered by each other that's right and they always want to just focus on the negative thing so now that we have this huge negative thing everybody's like oh this is perfect let's just keep doing this there's no no positive yet that i've seen besides the dolphins in italy there's and i'm looking for it there's random silver lining so just they just reported today that colorado has seen an above 30 percent decrease in crime in the past week hmm interesting so that's a thing that's probably going to be pretty pretty noticeable. Right. I don't know if it's – there's obviously – I don't know if that really makes a difference in how this is going to get fixed. But, you know, stuff like that, that there's less crime. There's less – you know, there's a, there's less pollution in the air. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. There's less people wearing sweats on the streets. How come this this stuff isn't highlighted as much though? Because these are all good things. These are very good things, and these are things that are just like it's at this at this point we kind of we're not taking it seriously. Uh-huh. I not not I I just don't think we're taking it as seriously as we need to. I think obviously it's on everybody's minds, but I don't really the government can't really force you to do something to feel some way or to do something. There's so many just different laws that you the government just can't come in and fuck your shit up Mm -hmm. they they want you to be scared because they want you to take it seriously if you take it seriously then it's you know that that's what i'm saying they want you to behave a certain way we need you to take this seriously so we're gonna make these uh these scary stories and these scary statistics so that you feel enough fear yeah so that you get that you do what we're trying to get you to do get the message we're trying to get you to take this seriously Obviously, if we if we start showing you stuff like, hey, the bright side is there's less air pollution, there's less crime in the streets, it starts making you feel like the situation is getting better, and then you start feeling more comfortable going and doing stuff. Mm. It's, it's a whole process. It's a yeah. whole process, right? We need to be scared for our own good. We need to be scared for our own good because we're there. We're kind of. We're emotional. We're really smart. We're really smart, uh, smart creature, but we're not emotionally super intelligent mm-hmm. because we let our decisions on our emotions and how we're feeling. If we feel good, we feel right. comfortable going and doing stuff. If we feel sad, then we're probably going to quarantine ourselves, mm. right? And like I'm, I'm freaked out by watching the news. Like there's a lot of, it's it a lot of negative worry. things. It's a yeah. lot of negative things on the news. But that's right. the fact is that they need to get that through your your fucking thick head at this point have you not got it through your head though it's 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 almost like not real uh-huh. it's almost like such a such an insane thing that we're living through right it happened pretty fast it happened within a week this is like this is not even a full pay period yeah right because the end of february i mean at least the president just brushing it off like Nothing really was going on. That's 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 March comes around and they're like, We're starting to see a little bit more. What are you guys doing? And then But you know, if you look at some countries like uh like India and uh Taiwan and how they handled it. That's right. They actually because they have 
they actually like really just took it seriously. We don't really care how you're feeling. You're just going to have to fucking do this and we're going to force the shit out of it. Right. It's just what we have to do. Don't really care about how you feel about it. Smaller country though, so it's a little bit easier. But it is easier, right? In China too. Curve. In China as well. That's how China's got their. They're supposedly on the news. They're reporting that they got that under control. Yeah, like they got it under control. And they haven't really necessarily gotten rid of it completely, but they've seen a decrease in in cases and deaths. Right. So they're not seeing an increase like we're seeing. We're, we're see every couple of days it doubles sure. the amount of cases that's been reported. Right. But half of them are in New York. Half, most of them are in New York. Right. Most of them are in New York. That's that's it's a, it's a big. It's a it's an insulated. It's not an insulated. Like a, a very compressed city. It's sort of like a bubble. Yeah. It is like a bubble. It's its own thing. Together. Like being in New York feels different than being anywhere else. Right. In most states, even if you're in Denver, it does not feel like you're in New York. Right. Even if you're in downtown Denver, it feels like you're in a city. Being in New York feels like this is the world. This is how the rest of the world looks because there's that's imagine living in New York. That's literally all you ever see is just buildings and then a bridge. And then that bridge leads to another island of buildings. Right. And then you're just surrounded by polluted water. It's its own thing. It's just it's a different place. Yeah. But it's also like it's a big like incubator. Like everybody's just crammed in on top of each other. There's not supposed to be that many fucking people. Right. On that island. Right. Right. So they they live on top of each other and just on in buildings and you got people that live on the thirty first like dude no this is only supposed to have like two floors at the at the minimum sure at the most yeah like you guys are adding too many floors and you, we've overdone it there's too many people living on there's top a of lot each of other one hundred percent yeah most people live on top of each other versus living on just on their own on their own floor right like we live on the third floor we live on top of two other people we do right. Yeah. Our lives are on top of theirs. Sure, we're we're higher than them. Yes, we're better than them. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We have a better view of the street. We look down on them. Like you can't even unconsciously you look down on them. Yeah. You absolutely. don't even think about it. You no. don't even think about it. Every time you look down, you're looking down on them. Right. That's what you get. But it's still so wild, man. I remember like maybe in January, late January, watching videos of Wuhan, China, and how they shut the entire city down. There's like 13 million people. Streets are dead empty. They're like, this is bigger than New York City. There isn't a single car on the road. I remember looking at that, maybe being interested for like four or five minutes, and then, cool, I need to look for the next thing because it's lost my interest. Yeah. A lot of people are like that, though, but until it comes to them, then they're not worried. Right, unless it affects you personally, you're probably not going to do anything about it. Right. So imagine there are so, a lot of people here that aren't too concerned with Italy. For sure, absolutely. It doesn't else. affect like, Italy. Doesn't really Italy bad. doesn't have to do anything to do with what my my what I'm doing right now. Right. The, Italy has nothing to do with the fact that I'm really bored. Hmm. That's right. Doesn't fucking has no correlation. Yeah. Right. That they're get, they're trying to get you the message without really directly telling you. They're kind of just like, come on. It's like a like a kid, like a parent with a spoiled kid that just won't listen, right? Just like, come on, like I'll like I'll give you money and like we're or, the spoiled. Kid. Yeah, we're the spoiled kid. Like, come on, like all right, I'm gonna tell you some crazy shit that's gonna probably make you really sad and really scared. Hmm. And then you start seeing the kid. It's like, okay, right. As soon as you tell him there's a monster under his bed, he's gonna get you if you don't go to sleep. 
Yeah. I'm going to sleep. That piece of shit's Absolutely. Asleep. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking falling asleep right now. I don't want that monster to eat me. So how are you coping with it? Because it seems like we're doing the right thing, but what are ways to sort of get through it day by day that you're finding that are helpful or stay positive or anything like that? I mean, you got to be... You have to kind of... You do have to watch... I mean, you should watch the news as, as much as possible, but not for a long period of time because hmm. it's important for you to be aware of the reality that you're in. There's only two places where I'm getting the news from. That's like when the president speaks because I'm just watching all those press conferences. I'm taking it in for myself. I'm not like, oh, my God, the president's speaking. Like, right. I don't follow him or anything like right. that. It's just he's And the then also speaking. from the CDC. But those are the only two places that I'm getting information from. Which is, it starts to, I mean, the CDC is a more reliable source than I don't listening. want to go on like a CNN where they talk about crazy ass shit. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like if some you see... lawyer that got it and he's in critical condition. They're like, it's so strange because he's so healthy. I don't know. They just, they're trying to fucking freak more people. They are. But the fact is, I think you take it a little, you're a little bit more uh, calm about the situation because you are just looking at the facts and kind of making your own judgment versus being told like, this is happening, so I think this, but this is sometimes, because sometimes they get it incorrect. Sometimes they're not reporting things correctly, or they're reporting, like, they're kind of manipulating the way that they're saying things mm-hmm. to kind of not tell you the full, the full scope of the, what's happening, the situation. So does watching a bunch of news make you feel better about It things? doesn't make me feel, it doesn't, next, I don't know how to say this, like, it makes me stop uh, going to, like, imagining the worst of what's happening, because they're, it's kind of being told to you this is what's happening so it's no longer like i'm being paranoid and wondering about the some crazy shit that can happen you know some crazy scenarios that you're playing in your head nope this is what's happening so it kind of stops that thinking and it stops you worrying it's like all right well we're in a bad situation we gotta be calm you gotta think rationally you gotta mm-hmm. you just gotta have to take this seriously there are kids out there, like I think about the five-year-old kid who just doesn't really know what's going on. I'm sure his parents just told him, like, you can't go to school, otherwise he'll get sick. Like, that's all that this kid knows. For sure. Imagine, like, a first grader doesn't even know what is the corona. Like, it sounds cool. The it's coronavirus? Because cool. I don't remember the SARS virus. I don't remember it. I don't either. fucking remember that. That right. was apparently, like, a, they're comparing it to that. That's, like, a type of coronavirus was the SARS virus. Right. I know the name. The name SARS, obviously, like, I hear it in my head, but I don't even know anything about it. Because mm-hmm. it, was It's a, another respiratory thing. It was though. in 2003, so I was in second or third grade. Right. Didn't, I didn't care what the fuck was going on. I didn't See, care about exactly. what I didn't care about 9-11 when it happened. This is. This well, is what I'm saying. That's because you're not patriotic, but that's, that's unrelated. This is, the, this is the mindset that I'm trying to adopt for this, though, is the fucking third grader. Because I would love to just go through this, like, kind of be happy day to day, but just inside. Because I think that's going to make me get through it anyways, rather than looking at the news every morning when I wake up. Like, this instinct that I have is I want to know as much about it as possible. Because I feel like if the more that I know, the safer I am. That's, like, the huge thing. Sure. They're playing with our safety. Sure. If you see every podium that the politicians speak in front of, it says, um, be safe at home. They're just throwing the word out, safe. Oh, and now you're thinking about your safety. The less I can think about shit like that and just, I don't know, be almost oblivious or naive, the happier I feel. For sure. It's like, it's, it's, it is true. That is like a good way to actually just feel better about the situation. Cause I mean, it's, 
I I feel like we're gonna be I just I don't know. It's I have a really good feeling. I just have a really strong feeling that it's this is gonna it's it is gonna pass. It, I, it's gonna it pass. Absolutely will. It's pass. gonna pass. Yeah. This is just gonna be uh, a really dark time in our history. Like a blemish. It's just gonna be. A, this is gonna be in history books, though. Yeah. This is just the thing that we're just living through. But I mean, it's this. I don't. I. I think that this. The way that things are, I think that we're. It's human nature for us to just rebuild and just to recover. Right. We're just good at that. Yeah, it's like cities after tornadoes. We're good at, or yeah, absolutely. Hurricanes. You don't see them just like leave it there. You fucking right. rebuild it. That's just that is the life that we're just going to continue to live yeah. over and over and over and over again. Shit's going to keep happening and fucking our shit up and Right. The worst case scenario a meteor comes up, we can't really fix that cuz we're just going to be then everyone's We're asked. just going to be gone, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we've overcame most things. All yeah. the things, Matt. All the things that have ever happened on the earth, mm-hmm. we've lived through technically because we're here. That's right. All the everything that ever ever bad thing that's ever happened to the earth, and we're still here. Podcasting. Podcasting. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we're doing something right. Like it's. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a nice way to look at it too, and. I'm trying not to put a date on it because, you know, you hear the president say things like, we're, we're trying to open everything by Easter. I want churches packed on Easter. And then other people are like, that's it's Don't still do not that. realistic. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Yeah, that's... that's we're that's saying a, on Easter that you shouldn't go to church. You should go and pack your church. Hmm. Be a bunch of church packers. No, don't be a church packer. <laughs> we're saying don't pack your church. <laughs> But I'm trying not to set a date on it because then I'm gonna look forward to that date. Like I know the yes. restaurant. Yes. Now, now it has now it has an end. Right. Now he's creating this illusion of an end, uh, a light That's at the end of the it. tunnel. You know That's what I mean? It. And I, it's so tough to. It's just a number. It doesn't really. All I want to do is believe it. Yeah. That would be amazing. Easter, and and he's saying Easter because it sounds better than the day before Easter. Yeah. I want this to be happy. I want churches to be packed the day before Easter. Mm. What? Well, yeah, that was so suspicious. It also, what is Easter like? April eighteenth or something like that. I think it changes every. I think it's like the first one of the Sundays. It's a Sunday in April. It's one of the best or the worst Sundays of the month. So Mm. it could either be the first Sunday of the month, right, or the second Tuesday. No, no, second Tuesday. What's the second Tuesday? That's uh, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's right. I'm pretty sure, right. That's right. I don't know, oh, dude. I don't know. I don't know. President's Day is in the middle of the week, though. <sighs> but I'm trying not always... to have a date because they they said this restaurant ban is going through May 11th. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I can make it till May. Like, I've been, you know, more or less preparing not for this situation specifically, but for a situation. Yeah. I'm like, I can make it till May 11th, and now. That's I don't know. You know, you hear some people say that it'll go until August. Um, it could be sooner and it could be a little bit later, but it's fuck. It's awful to think about that. This is going to be, it's going to be more, this is going to be most of the year. Yeah. I I can imagine this is, we're going to probably be dealing with this situation for most of the year, if not the entire year. So how do you plan on dealing with it? You know, in mid April and and then come May, what are you planning on doing? I are mean, you thinking that far ahead or is it too I'm, much? No, no, no. I'm thinking that far ahead. You, you, we should be. It's like we have to be thinking about the future. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not, you know, basketball players. Right. 
that are just probably chilling for the rest of their lives. They're set now if they never play another they're game. They're chilling, right, yeah. for the rest of their lives. I'm looking a lot at of all them these... are donating a good amount of money, but, yeah, for they're sure. chilling. They're chilling, dude. See, most of them, I don't see any of them at the grocery store looking for toilet paper. No, 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 no. Never. I've never, I've never seen Giannis at the, at the, at, at the Dollar Tree. I would tree. imagine they, have, they all have personal assistants, personal like toilet, athletes. Personal toilet paper dispensers or, like, People uh, like dispensaries, for them. dispensaries, ah. like so they would have illegal toilet paper dispensaries. Yes, and it's only exclusive to the NBA players. The brown market. That's right. So you can get like toilet paper. You can get anything that you're short of in the real world. You can get at the NBA superstore. Yeah, and it's probably branded. One hundred percent. It's all. It's, like it's all official least. merchandise of the NBA. Right. So this is you got your Dove deodorant official yes. sponsor of the the WNBA. Sure. You got Cheetos, the official uh cheesy snack of the NBA. Right. Right. And they then need you, an official cheese snack. They need a <laughs> they got official hot snacks and then they got official cheese snacks. Sure. And then they got official snacks with <laughs> There's with, an official tire of the with NBA. with peanut butter in the in the, in between two Ritz crackers. Mm. That's a different category. Official cracker of the NBA is the, the Ritz. official cracker. Of the, so, what would the official cracker of the NBA be? What's e- the best cracker? Ritz What's... or Larry Bird? It's one of the two. <laughs> nah, that's pretty lame. That's a low hanging fruit, <laughs> but you have to pick it. But no, what... that was good. That was good. Good. That was that was, but... that was nice. What are you planning on doing to you know stay sane through May? I mean, just. Talking to myself. Sure. Talking to. I think talking it out works. Talking it out does work. And I think that it's also like we have, you know, we have each other. We get along, thank God. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge, like imagine being stuck with somebody you don't get along with. That you didn't want to talk to. That would, dude, that would suck. It would suck. There's a lot of that happened. There's a lot of people, like imagine all the different social social scenarios that's going on right now. So there's people that are, that... There's a dude. There's a a, a five foot white chick mm. who just happened to finish a, a party with you know sixteen black dudes, and she's mm. only fantasized about you know sure. having sex with black dudes. Now she's quarantined, ah. and now all of them have to have sex with her just to survive. Ah, that's the worst. That's for all people involved. I don't know. I, for her, it seems like it's the that's the ideal situation. Oh, okay. Because that's what she's always wanted. She's never had that before. Right. Or like, there's even just the a dude that just retired at 30 years old and just bought his his own house and now like he he like as as the coronavirus just approached like dude I just finished paying off my car mm. just bought my house mm-hmm. I got like 6 years worth of uh savings yeah and he was about to take a vacation ah. And then it'd be like oh shit nice this works out really nice see so this might works work out really out for nice some people Dude, yeah. it works out. There, it works out. It's gonna work out really well for some people and really terrible for other people, and kind of cool for some people and kind of. Eh. So, what do you say to the people that it's not working out for? How do they get through something like this? I mean, it's. This is just a time to really. Under understand yourself. Mm. I mean, this is this forced alone time. Right. I think that we don't have enough alone time. Mm-hmm. As like That's you can you can kind of people. you can kind of you can kind of feel it like I think this person kind of just depends on other people right. to to be happy, yeah. just to be around. Like I mean, that's not I'm not even saying that we should not have friends or just be around people. I'm saying like 
try to learn how to be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Try to learn how to be with your own thoughts and to think the things that you want to think. And uh, this is this is essentially uh, like a time to even like, like even for for people that have like they're not prepared for this this kind of thing. This is kind of like a a situation that like. All right, the kind of life just puts you in. Let's see what you're made of. Let's see, let's see if you can get out of this because right. you did not prepare, and it's always been told to you you need to prepare, and you just weren't prepared. Right. Like, so now you're gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that are like, "Fucking goddamn it!" I thank God I saved some money and yeah, and you know that I'm cool and they got like people around me. And then, then and there's just life situations that just it's just kind of shit. That's just kind of unfortunate deck of cards that you got. Kind Some people it, you will know what I mean? try to play the victim, and it's it's tough because you know it's it's understandable in this time how you can play the victim. I think a lot it of people is. can play the victim now. This is, but also being alone time is also kind of dangerous because it's like you know what do we always say? It's like the worst thing you can do to somebody is to leave them alone. That's right. Because that's yeah. you know what I mean. That's that's the the kind of the bad thing about it although you it's might because be it's physically not, it's, alone it's, it's never been easier to talk to somebody though. no for sure you can talk to random strangers on the internet you're you never can, able to do that you, you can can't start a community you like if you really want absolutely you can claim yourself to be a prophet you can get followers you can start a religion yeah yeah you could i, I don't know it's it's also it's never been easier to talk to people uh it, there's a you know that saying don't just sit there do something Sure. Like you've heard that before. The old the Buddhist. I don't think that's a saying. I think that's just something that was said to me once. It's a thing that people have heard before. Mm, Don't just sit there, do something. But the Buddhists flipped it around. They're like, don't just do something. (laughs) Sit there. He said, just sit there. Don't just do something. That's right. Without putting thought into it or being mindless. Don't just do something. Sit there and Mm. be mindful. Think about what you're doing. You could think about what you're doing, but I guess the point of that is that there is <coughs> there's peace in being able to sit and be alone. And there is, yeah, absolutely. Have constructive thoughts. For sure, for sure. And then there's people, like, if you leave them alone, it's going to affect them really badly mentally. I got, I got really lucky. You know what happened? I used to think that I was pretty weird because I, even as a kid, I would love to just be by myself and just think. And like whatever it was about, I would just think about like video games or comp, whatever. I would just sit there or think myself to sleep. But I remember one time in ninth grade, I went over to a friend's house, Chris Samora. <laughs> I went over to his house and uh, I was playing video games in his room. And then he left and he came back and I was sitting there laughing, talking to myself. And he was like, whoa, what the hell? Are you literally sitting here laughing, <coughs> talking to yourself? And I, yeah, straight up. I make myself laugh all the time. And he said something. He was like, you strike me as the type of person that as long as you have your thoughts, you'll never be alone. And I was like, mm. that's the perfect way to say that. That's beautiful. how I felt that's, my whole life. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know until he said it when I was in ninth grade. This was 10 years ago. That's right. Damn. And yeah, when he said that, I just felt I've always felt so much better about being alone. I'm like, I'm, I'm literally never alone. No, because you no, have no, no, no. this voice that's just running. It's up almost there. like a different person inside your head that you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, because you have your internal yeah, monologue. Yeah, sure. Don't you just let it run sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. All the time. Whether or not it gets negative, luckily mine is purely just sarcastic, and it's always trying to make fun of things. So it does make me laugh. 
Yeah. But some people's monologue might be a little bit negative. I think if you can fix that monologue. just It's just a way of thinking. It's just the way that you think about things makes the entire difference. That's it. You know what I mean? The way that right. you think about something is is it's everything right it's literally how you how what makes you happy and it's what gets you into slumps but i think it can get you out of it too you it can, can you can, can think yourself if out you of it. lean into your 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 own mind and to lean into what you think you're good at right right something like that like it's i think for for comedians it's the best thing you can do is leave them alone and to be alone with their thoughts hmm yeah, well, some of them. The, I guess depression is really huge, and it scares me. But there's me nothing that... funnier than depressing comedy. Uh, the La- Ronnie Dangerfield is easily one of the most depressed comedians you've ever seen. Dude. Right. The funniest. Sure. Funniest one-liners you've ever heard. All of them pretty depressing. If uh-huh. you really think about the what they're about. Right. They're kind of like, damn, dude. <laughs> right. He was ugly. You His wife a, cheats on him. He got a rough life, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Are these, right. any of these like about like speak about you good? Like, do they speak about how cool Yeah, I mean, it's a positive way to look at it. And, you know, but there are people that deal with depression, like, on a real-ass level. And I, I have no idea how to help them. I always say the same thing. Like, you can, you can change your mindset, and that will change so much for you. But there are a lot of people that are depressed, and now they have to stay home, which makes it even worse. It does. Like I'm that's that's exactly what I'm saying. It's it's there's some people that it's, this is going to benefit and there's a lot of people that this, this is going to not benefit. This is going to actually going to hurt them. There's just so many different ways that this is going to I think it can hurt you if you let it though. And this is can. the whole right. point that I've been trying to make. Yes. It's if you just shift the way you think and you know, they say that uh life is 1% or 99% what happens to you, 1% attitude or what is that? Do you know what I'm saying? No idea what you're saying. Life is Ninety-nine percent attitude, one percent what happens to you. I'm what happens to you. Fair enough. That's, I'm confident yeah. that that's the saying. Okay, I I think it makes sense. I get the point that you're trying to make. So right. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take that as. But there's cool, truth cool behind it. it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's it's attitude. So I mean, like me in this situation right now, I can look at all the bad things that have happened. This has been a lot. This is a lot of bad things. Yeah, a lot of shitty things in two weeks, but I can't focus on them because if you start focusing on those now you're going to end up being a negative piece of shit when you're older for sure even just being a negative piece of shit when you're when you're younger when you're yeah, younger yeah you're just really wasting your youth being sad and it's just being around and then you start to like exert that energy to other people and like dude i hate being i hate being around sad people mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what their situation is it's just when they're when they're sad it just makes you I, it's, I don't know, like something about it. Like I, I, I really kind, I do sympathize with you, but also this is kind of like making me see the, the way thing, the way that you're seeing things, mm. right? And it's necessarily not. It's, you know, not things are ne- not like not always negative. Things are just some way for some people, some way for other people. That's right. It's like you. It's you have to just realize it's like, a it's, habit of thought, though. For it's them. a habit of thought, exactly. Just kind of because they, obviously they this, will dig themselves. And we're speaking. Holes. We're speaking on this from two people that are like cool. Like we're right. we're we're not we're, really. That, I always think about how lucky I am that I'm not like that. I mean, we've all we've been depressed before, sure, but we don't have it. No, I don't think we would consider like ourselves depressed people. No, we're not. I think me and you are pretty happy people most of the time mm-hmm. more like it's, it's really rare that we would catch either of us on a like a they were just not Trash, feeling it you yeah. know what i mean right 
there's days that are wor- that are not as great as others. It happens. But I mean, it's this is fucking this is the way it is. But I think in, right. in general, it's just the the way that you you think about what's happening to you. What's this is life happening? This is gonna be. I mean, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you're still like, you, you take just don't take it for granted. Being like the things that you have, right? The your health, mm-hmm. you know, you, like. We got Luda. Think I'm thankful for as fuck for Luda. Right. That's right. Love Luda. Love yeah. the shit out of her. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Basically, it's it's find find the gratitude that you know you have because you can be grateful for anything. Sure. You really can. Uh, I was telling you about a book that I read a while ago um, about how to tidy up. Yes. Literally in this book, this woman is so insane and she's so grateful for everything. She was like. I would talk to my socks and I would say, I love you socks. Thank you for what you do. (laughs) She's like, I know it sounds fucking crazy that I'm talking Mm -hmm. to my socks. Right. But if you go around and you know, and you're grateful for little inanimate objects, like sometimes I look at my car and I'm like, I almost pet it. I like fucking tap it on the dashboard and I'm like, I love this car. Yeah, no, little that's, thi- that's little right. practices yeah, yeah. like that though. If you just uh, throughout your life, I mean, you start finding things to be grateful for. I mean, I appreciate my my own car for some reason. Like this is the, I'm really really kind of like um, content with mm-hmm. life when I'm whenever I'm driving. For some reason, I don't know why. I think it has something to do. This is go back to the psychology trick. Mm-hmm. This is how they're, they're they're making you feel things like when you're driving a stick shift. Mm. You are 100% present in yeah. driving the car because you have to be. You That's have to mindful be, driving. You have to be 100% conscious of everything that you're doing because everything, almost practically all your movements, affect your car. Right. Right. You can stall your car at any second if you just lift your leg up wrong. Mm-hmm. It sucks to stall your car in the middle of the road. Yeah. It doesn't like, and if you stall your car, it doesn't feel good. It's a, it makes you feel like you're about to break the car so don't fucking do that just pay attention to what you're doing right you can't be eating and texting and shit like I'm, i won't even like i obviously we're all guilty of this i've texted and driven sure uh david spade once said he's like dude i don't even know how to drive without texting right anymore. sure dude it's fucking so it's this road it's, is so boring to look at oh I just my god it's the worst else. i've seen i this is a real thing where i saw a chick at a stoplight mm. actually reading a book Hmm. This is this is the most. Every word counts. Yeah. Every word counts, and she and then the stoplight turned green. She proceeded forward hmm. without putting the book down. It's kind of like yeah. looking up, back in the steering wheel, back at her book. And wow. then I was just so amazed, and then she eventually put down the book. But I was like, Yo, because she crashed and died. Because she's dead. Right. Yeah. So she had to put it down. Sure. Like you can't hold it up while you're dead. I don't think so. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's. I, I'm guilty of it. It's, it's driving is a good metaphor for life, though. I think that's what you're trying to say. You know, being mindful when you're driving because you have a stick shift makes you more present in the moment. Sure, and it makes you pay attention to what, the, which is what I'm saying. It's like, and it's also just the feeling of the only way to get to um, the only way to go faster is just to it's just, it's just the way that the shick the the way that the stick shift mm. is it's it's clicking so you move it to the right and you push it up you have to push it up with kind of some force right right so you have to put a little bit of of muscle into that like not obviously you don't have to be strong but i'm saying you have to force it yeah I get and it. then when you actually hit the top of the gear of the transmission it clicks 
and then he goes like and then you push it down and also the movement up and down right zigzag pattern makes you think like you're going faster right it's all these little subtle subtle details in the design of the products that we consume mm-hmm. that 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 it's going to create random little feelings that makes you feel better about driving this car versus like a toyota corolla right i don't know if you've ever driven a toyota corolla or like driving no. your car is pretty it's it's pretty it's just a car it's just the 2012 just a thing that just goes so forward and stops and parks and lets you out of it's a car. It's a car. Yeah. There's nothing special about it. It's, it is a car. It's great on gas, slow, comfortable, mm-hmm. but there is a sense of craftsmanship that you can see with other diff- with different kinds of cars and race cars versus just a sedan, like a BM, like the BMW. It's it's a leather wrapped, very uh, soft leather wrapped steering wheel with this really really hard clicking sound whenever you shift. Mm. And it's, and the the car revs higher, making you think that you're gonna go, making you think that you're going faster. Yeah. It's a feeling that it makes with the sound, the smell of it, the the, the vibration of the car, the immediate uh, reaction that you, the car does exactly when you know you're telling it what to do. A lot of psychological. There's a lot of psychological tricks behind sure, it. There's like sure. the like the immediate response that you get when turning the car. It's gonna feel stronger. Because you have a tighter, like you just have a tighter suspension. Like you're more planted to the ground. You feel the, you feel gravity more. Mm-hmm. You're actually being pressed down to the earth harder than you would turning in a Corolla or a, yeah. a, a, a Civic. Right. So, There's well, all sorts of little yeah. things like that. You just like paying attention to those things. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's just yeah. the. That's the. I mean, this is paying attention to most of the things that I do in, in my life. I usually try to like i want to enjoy what i'm doing because i don't want to you know you don't want to live up if you're just like living your life just doing your things without thinking about them it's like what are you doing right you're just you're just a uh you're just a robot oh yeah yeah, yeah. just uh, what, literally whatever you're doing you can take shits better than other people i'm better at taking right. shits than this person because statistically i have a 95 percent more solid shit efficiency rating than diarrhea than you have hmm. most of the tap about half the time you're shitting water uh-huh. and then other half of the time you're actually shitting regular 98 percent of the time dude i'm fucking steph curry with, with the sh- fucking shit steph curry with the shit boy yeah absolutely like i yeah. consistently get nice shits you're saying that you should think about your life you should think about your life yes whether literally anything that you're doing this is uh, this is an old Socrates quote that I remember from eighth grade when I was in the Socrates. But he he was like, yeah, the unexamined life is not worth living. Yes, it it, it does. It applies. Exactly. It's so simple. It's so simple, but it it fucking it makes a big difference. Yeah. If you can just think about the the shittiness of this table that we're recording on, mm. or you know what I mean, this this is obviously there's better tables than this that feel better that are more level to your your chest that, your chest area what's good about it. it it's a cool color it's a cool, circle yeah it has chairs exactly it's it, it matches the the, the room it. it matches the room like it's a nice soft yellow with these wooden green chairs mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's feels nice it's comforting it is cool yeah it's better than a like way a, to look at it yeah yeah like i don't like a glass table i think a glass table like it's it feels fragile. It feels like every time I like put my plate down, I'm like, ooh, did hmm. I scratch it? Ooh, I didn't like that sound I just made. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like the sound on the chalkboard. I just don't like the sound of plateware 
hitting glass. Yeah, I hate it. Fucking hate it. I hate glass touching glass. It's fucking awful. And then rub glass rubbing against glass. Ah, yeah. Like, dude. I think that's the worst thing you can do to somebody. Absolutely. Forget isolation. Just kind of just 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 tap a penny Uh on the table, dude. On the glass table, and see how long this guy lasts. Or start trying to beatbox next to somebody. People hate that. Dude, oh my god, dude. There's nothing cooler than a really good beatboxer, but I fucking hate anybody who tries to beatbox around me. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like if you just want to see him good. I just want to see you when I'm not there in your presence. I don't understand. When you're doing it by yourself. Uh huh. I want to see you a recording of. I want to see a video of you. Don't do it near me. Is but that don't it? do it near me because some for some reason it just seems like a lot. It's what? a lot. It's really? like somebody doing slam poetry in front of you. No, beatboxing 100%. is way cooler. It's think, way cooler. Oh, for me, I get the same level of like, because you know what it is. You know what it is. I think the reason why I'm saying this is because most of the time they're not good. Most of the time they're not good. They're you not look good. Up a beatboxer on right? YouTube, all the good ones. They're sick as fuck, right? That, and I've seen some really sick beatboxers. Well, now they're all like dubstep beatboxers. Those are There's sick, an... dude. Those are so. Those ah. are okay. But think about it. the 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 music is not as good, but the skill is significantly better. Like it's think about the cool. sound effects. The sound effects that they're making are sick as fuck, it's dude. It's cool. It's just not. It's not what I imagine beatboxing to be. Like, dude. Dude, it's so sick, especially when you got it like on some sick speakers. Mm-hmm. You got some sick editing to go on because like sometimes they'll edit the videos and add a little bit oh, more shit. flair and yes. snares and shit to make it sound cooler. Uh-huh. That's cool as fuck. I think that's sick. But I mean, it's it's I I like I said, I don't like the music better when like I I, I prefer just regular beatboxing over dubstep beatboxing. Mm-hmm. Like as like regular beatboxing is way better. But the 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 skill to do to be good at the dubstep is significantly more. Like you have to have more skill to do that because there's just more. There's just a more variety of sound effects that you have to be able to make, and you have to be able to make them realistic. Like you are listening to it. Like you're listening to a real dubstep. Like what makes a yeah, good beat? But... What makes a good beatboxer is how well he sounds. Like like how sharp his drum sounds are. Yeah. Or you know how like it doesn't sound like he's like this is these are voice noises. These are. Noises like I don't know how he's making. I respect things. the talent and the skill. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of skill that goes into it, but it's I don't not good. like beatboxing when it's dubstep. I don't like That's dubstep fair. music. That's fair. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's not great to listen to. Yeah, and then there's, I mean, I've worked in all these kitchens, and pretty much every dude my age will be just be blasting that uh-huh. all day. Yeah, dubstep. Dude, it just gives you a headache, man. It just. It's just, uh, it's mush. It's the mush of music. It's me. it's transformer, like the transformer sex. Yeah. Have you ever heard? I think that's the the best way I've heard of being described is transformers. Yeah. Having synchronized sex. I a hundred percent agree. Right. Who so, said that? I don't know who said that, dude. I just remember somebody saying it, and it just stuck with me. Like that is the that's a that is the most accurate way to 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 see it. Damn. I feel like I said that. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, why it could have. Like it could have been. It could have been. Hmm. Somebody said that to me some time ago, and it stuck with me. Yeah. And I've known. So I've, and it has to be within the timeline that I've known about dubstep, which is about ten years, right? About ten years. Yeah, I think I've. Don't think I've known about dubstep any longer than that. I thought it was a person when I first heard it. Dubstep. Dubstep. Who is that? Is he cool? It's a rapper. He's probably white. 
Dub. That's not a black. That's not a black rapper's name. That's an Irish name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know the name. I, I for some reason I'm just not digging. I think if there was a black dude named Logic, mm. would it sound nearly as cool? I think the 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 the, the fact that he's white. Yeah, the fact that he's white kind of like, it's a it's a white dude rap name. Logic. Logic. It's not. It's just a word. It's just good branding. All it's just around. a word. It's a pretty strong brand. The logic. logic brand. Yes, you're right. Yeah. But I think it just for some reason I think it would be weird if it, if it was a black dude. Yeah, I don't know. Who's to say? You know, if the fucking if the first guy was black that did that that made that name. And Maybe it he, would be like it'd be weird if it was white, wouldn't it? And then he was. And imagine if he was black, and then all he rapped about was how white he was ah. because he was half white. Uh huh. Because this is the black, the black logic. So uh-huh. logic says that he's black now. Yes. But it's a logical fallacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's so when you, well, when the black logic thinks he's white, is like what the, f- <laughs> <laughs> dude, that would be weird as shit. That's weird. That would be that would be really stupid. Uh, are there any, are there any final things you'd like to say? Well, this has actually been an hour and six minutes. No shit. Yeah. Really? It flies, Damn. man. Damn. That went by quick. It's a, it's that a went thing, by dude. Quick. It flies. Dude. Dude. I mean, it feels. We could do a lot more of these too. I would love to sit down and, you know, if not one a day, then a few a week. Yeah. So really I'm easy. hundred percent. I just want to see if we can just like maybe make sense of everything. That's but uh, last thing I want to say is just I miss basketball a lot. Yeah, I miss basketball too. I miss working and I miss basketball and I miss eating out and spending money. I miss uh, trusting people. You remember when you trusted people? <sighs> yeah, like, missing trusting people with contact. I mean, you. Could, yeah. I still trust pretty much every, pretty much the same people that I trust. I don't know. But I mean. You go to the grocery store, I don't trust anybody in there. Oh, you're talking about just the general public. Yeah. Yeah, the general public's a little, like it feels a little bit weird. People. Yes, you're right, you're right. Just trusting every, yes, you're right, you're right. I thought you meant yeah, just no, your immediate no, no. circle, social circle. I always trust those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, there's something about the public. Yeah, I just, you know, I would like to go out there and be excited that there are people. Be allowed to meet somebody. I'd love to meet some. I, I I I miss. I like meeting people. Meeting people's pretty good. I like meeting people. I like the nice firm handshake. Mm, I, I miss do. the handshake. I appreciate a really firm handshake. That's the mood the most. Yeah. Just hugging your friends and. Right. Yeah, it's just. I miss just yeah being able to leave and not feeling guilty and I miss also not being uh, worried every single day. Oh yeah, like, remember, like, like you're just you're kind of just chilling. You're kind of just like the year, you don't even think about shit. My biggest no, right. problems were just nothing compared to it. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we we have. I don't know. This it's where we. You got to take this for don't take this for granted. Having such a uh, yeah, well, a this is life. A, it's a, this is a life lesson for everybody. That's all. And there's a lot it, to take from just it. Learn from it. There is a way to get out of it. Like it's right. Like the economy will recover. The worse things, that you're feeling now, the better recover. that you will feel later. Sure. This is the rock bottom of your feelings. Right. Like, this is, if things are just going to get better. If you literally think this is as low as you can go, it, it's, it will be the exact opposite in a certain amount of time. Shit will get better. You'll be at your all-time high. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of your circumstances, it's just honestly, like, a really higher chance of you getting through this is just thinking that you can get through this. Right. Knowing that you can get through this and it's going to be over. And eventually we're going to be getting back to sending dick pics to each other. And, mm. You know what I mean? It's Missed that. It's the 
the best. R.I.P. picks. Yeah, the rip picks. Uh, lastly, I'll just leave with this. Another comedian said this, but I, th- I think it rings well, especially now. Uh, so sh- credit to Nathan Lund, but he basically was like, stay positive. Not too positive. That's right. That's beautiful. All right. All right. and there you have it that was my brother um like i said you know i mean my brother has really just made me into the funny person that i am today like we bounce so many jokes off of one another i'm hoping that we get to do that the next time that we sit down and record we're going to try to do a couple of these a week so these are just going to be coming out pretty regularly until things go back to normal and we're all let outside again and things like that um yeah i don't know we might do a joke off we might do like a more segmented one we might do just more conversations it's all up in the air but either way i'm enjoying it and uh man huge shout out to josh so thank you for sitting down with me and doing this um something that sort of started as a hobby but i'm glad that i have it because now it's just so much fun it's uh it's some of the most fun that i've had sitting down and having these conversations like i said we might structure some in the future i might do one where i just ask josh a bunch of random ass questions i'm also sorry if you hear a lot of noise in the background to keep the home well ventilated so i have the window open and uh i don't know just all this stuff and i hope you're not reading too much news because that's also pretty paranoia inducing and we wouldn't want that either so like i said uh we will be back with more of these um and in the meantime you can go eat a jolly rancher you can uh learn how to draw anime characters there's so many things that you can do with your free time You know, you could uh, start a rubber duck company and market rubber ducks to different groups and ethnicities of people. Um, You might have to do a study on like what duck is more valuable to what culture and what's more appealing to this ethnicity. But everybody likes ducks and when you make them out of rubber, that's a win-win. So there's just so many things you can do and I hope you're doing all of them and thank you for listening.